You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Oh, my God, my two co-hosts are so excited. They're already giggling. I can't even get the words out. Um, welcome. A bing is for doing, everybody. And we're here doing another AfterBuzz TV After Show for Revenge. Yay. Season Yay, one. Revenge. We're Love taking a them. little step back. You're, if you're listening to this, the, this is episode seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, we're doing it March 14th, 2012, because when we first started Revenge, we started on episode 10 because we were so late in starting it. Yep. And now that there's this hiatus, we're going back in time, mm-hmm. uh, trying to see it from the perspective as if we won't give away spoilers for the next episode. So if you're listening to this in order, you will not be spoiled. Yes. So, uh, and we did watch the episode, so we're fresh, and it's fresh in our mind. Mm -hmm. Um, The episode called Charade. Yes. I love coming back and watching it again. It's you, what's so funny? What? Oh, and and let me introduce us. I didn't do that. Oh, yes, please go ahead and introduce us. (laughs) I'm Phil Svitek, and alongside me, I have Kim Lai, Yingling, Yingling, and. Dorinda Barker. There you go. So, yes, go. I know we're all so giddy, and that's why. Yeah. Oh, and. Before I do anything else, yes. allow me to say one more thing before we fully talk about revenge, which I know I'm, I'm trying to get there. I'm trying so to get excited. there. But, I'm uh, too. you know, just even just the sheer fact that we're here doing it and going back. Um, we, we don't have Gabrielle Laurent and Catherine Tulich with us on the panel today, um, but they will be back. They, you know, their, their schedule is a little busy. I miss her. I know. We miss I them. I know. And uh, but this shows our dedication. We started on episode ten just because we were so late in the game, mm-hmm. and we went back and did all the episodes that we missed. That shows our dedication for you guys. We want to make sure that we do cover the whole season of yeah. Revenge for you guys listening or watching. And all we ask for in return is the, the quick, simple task of going on iTunes and rating us. It literally takes no more than thirty seconds. I, I I kid you not. No more than thirty seconds. And these guys do an amazing job. I'm not always on the show, but I, I, I help produce. But these guys really bring their A game. They do the research. They do everything. The news and gossip uh, for you guys. And they volunteer. Yeah. They volunteer. And so you should volunteer some of your time. Thirty seconds. I know. It's, I know it's a lot to ask, but just go and rate us on iTunes mm-hmm. and comment. So that's it. Yes, so now, comments. with all that stuff, that managerial stuff out of the way, let's talk about revenge. Okay. okay. We're, we're, oh, oh, we're the anniversary. Okay. We open yes. on that. Yes. Yes. But isn't it interesting? Watch. I just want to bring this back real quick to what we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Watching it kind of backwards mm-hmm. in, a, in mm-hmm. a way. Because then you see certain things. And you're like, oh, that led up to that. Ex- Yes. And then we'll leave it at that. Because then so we will. much yes. of that happened tonight. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's what. Oh. Hi, eye opener. 
Yeah, yes. literally. <laughs> okay, so, so it was their 25th anniversary, mm-hmm. and they are being celebrated as Hampton's most perfect couple. Mm-hmm. So I find it. I, I didn't understand. I didn't catch it the first time around, but this time with the reporter, I, there's a word. It's like she's she disdain. I don't know when she's interviewing and how must it feel to be. It's like she's not really happy for them. But do you, the brunette, the, the, the brunette I, guess, lady? I guess the question is, does she know <clears throat> that it is a charade? I think right because that's what it's called. The episode. Um, I think she does, which I didn't catch the first time. And this time I feel, I feel like. What are your thoughts, She Jorinda? knew. Well, she I, knows something. Yeah. Well, I thought like her. Even the first question that comes out of her mouth, it's almost like, oh, rich people. Like that's mm-hmm. that's the way I felt. Like when she even asked it, mm-hmm. like she said it, and she was like, "Is this going to be a puff piece and everything?" Mm-hmm. And that's what I thought. And then she wanted to like get more info, and she didn't get really what she wanted. No. Well, well t- eventually, eventually she yeah. she did. Eventually but still, she did. Yeah. Going into the rest, but of like that I mean, well, you know, I mean, from her perspective. So let's let's take the reporter's mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. When you know you've been assigned this kind of task, and I really wish Catherine was here because you know she does the L.A. Times, not oh, the yeah. New York Times, but um, equally, L.A. Times still great, still very very good. Um, you know, and so she covers more obviously entertainment things like that. She's mm-hmm. gotten to talk to these actresses and, and you know check out uh, that because we have many special segments on that um, on our after show, but. You know, I wonder what goes through your mind as you're assigned that and you're like, okay, what angle do I come at it from? Because you know it's kind of going to be boring. but it, Right. But yeah. you also know that there's the whole scandal of d- dating back to um, David Clark and all mm-hmm. that. And so do you kind of weasel your way to get that information? I know. I was uh, interested why she didn't go there. But I think it, it, it happened so long ago. Oh, yeah. That I, I, I yeah mean, I mean, if it, I was her, I couldn't see... Really, I couldn't see going in there and taking that angle. It's like, okay, I'm here. It's our 25th wedding anniversary. I'm sure there's certain things you can't ask. And well, yeah. I mean, her dirt was obviously talking with Tyler. Yeah. You know, I mean, that was her only way in because I don't think anyone was really going to give her anything. Nor did mm. I think she was necessarily going there to get something. It didn't look like she was very excited uh, to be there anyway. Oh, if you have a point, make you know? it because I want to. I have another. No, point. Make it. actually, well, I have. I have a qu- I have this to ask. You know, um, we this isn't the first time that we've seen Victoria say, you know, I hate being in the limelight, et cetera. And mm-hmm. obviously, uh, Conrad he he laughs at it when he's like, I believe that when I see it, or well, I don't see when it. I don't see it. Yeah. And you know, I'm very much in tune with that. I believe him because that's the whole reason she has this lavish lifestyle. That's the whole reason she puts on these parties is because that's what she wants deep down mm-hmm. oh well yeah well i mean she wanted it so much that she lied she covered up a murder yeah david clark and she broke <laughs> up a marriage almost who's, wait well she no her his first marriage because remember what she said she goes he, he goes why did you pay her bills why did you pay oh, lydia's yes. medical bills and she goes well she reminds me of me when i was younger Mm-hmm. Lonely and, and looking in, for something. Lonely and insecure. And lonely and insecure. Mm-hmm. And that's when I met you. And then he turns and says, "I don't remember you ever being insecure." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't remember you being either of those. And, and, and what's I, um, the question too? Is who cheated on who first? Because obviously they've they've done their fair share of damage. And I, uh, Frank and her never really 
hooked up, right? But there's always been that. There's love. always been like that that tension, yeah, per se, which we've known even in the in prior episodes. But I think it was Conrad. You think Conrad did it first? Because mm-hmm, I think he's been doing it. Pretty, well, I mean, when you meet someone too, who it's like they're already married. You know what they say? It's like if you meet someone and they cheat on you. Wait, they're they're That's married, but reign. they cheat on you. That they're going to do it to you too. I mean, he already started. Does that you know that well, saying? It's the, okay. My mom tells me this saying all the time, and it's she. It's so true. She told me this in high school, and okay. I've taken it with me wherever I go. And my mom said, "Be careful how you get something because that's how you lose it." And the ah, way that's it, yeah, and that's good. And that's, that's good. And the whole thing of how they got together. If you you got together when he was married to someone else, mm-hmm. you don't think he's going to do the same exactly. thing? Exactly. That's that's the Mm-mm. point I was trying to make. Yeah. Exactly. I, right. So I think he started because mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I was just he, trying to think about that moral. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, how you get something. <laughs> I think it was him. Yeah, and then I think I the think only so. person she cheated on him with is David Clark because I think she fell in love with him, and that seems to be the only person like besides her son that she is like in love with mm-hmm. and really has those feelings for. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, you guys. I forget which one of you made it. There was that good comment uh, there at the it's dinner. Probably me. <laughs> Of course. Yes. You guys are at the, they're at the di- dinner table, and uh, you know this is when everyone's kind of walking out on them, and they, uh, I think it's uh, Charlotte who turns to her and says, you know, way to ruin another one. And one of you said, like, well, how is it her fault? Uh, that was me. <laughs> yeah, I did that say that. You. Because Charlotte wasn't saying, or hey, Miss Grayson wasn't saying anything. I really feel like it might have been Kim Lai, and I think the outstanding <laughs> panel out there is great. And the reason I say it might be Kim Lai is because I was going through our AfterBuzz Twitters, uh, tweets, and um, there's somebody named Del- uh, Delson Dyson Rios who wrote, uh, Kim Lai Yingling, I love you guys. AfterBuzz TV, uh, with the at sign, is uh, for doing revenge episodes that you missed. You're making this horrendous month of no episodes more bearable there you go so i don't know if you got around to reading that tweet yet kim like but i mean at the same time you guys are doing something a great service for people that you know are also like oh man one whole month with no revenge and you guys are going back so cool it must have been you (laughs) right do you have a fan there you go one (laughs) and dorinda i'm I'm your fan so there you go and you guys are mine <laughs> I have three. All right. Just wanted to. I Just thought that. I, I okay, thought that we're was off a, course. We're uh, talking. You guys are nuts. <laughs> but no, I mean they were having the dinner, and it didn't. Victoria didn't say anything. She didn't. She didn't say anything. I don't even know how all that happened. Well, and Declan, really, he is. So, and I get you had made a comment that well, you know, he's around these rich people, and he's it probably feels a little awkward. Mm. But how socially. No, well, he, he, where, where is he? Go ahead, Dorinda, and, and then I'm going to speak. Yeah, because he, to me, at that dinner table was someone who is socially inept because you're invited. So this is a girl. This is a girl that you really like. She invites you to her family's dinner, mm-hmm. and then you're going to do that? Oh, mm-mm. like I don't. It was know, just. It seemed it really was, awkward. It was inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Inappropriate. It was kind of gross, to be honest with you. Well, you know what showed that. Um, it obviously, you know, with the Hamptons, you, there is that class divide. And, yeah. and you know, uh, it's weird to think because, at least in our everyday lives, we don't want, I don't think of like a huge class divide, you know what I mean? Right. Obviously, there is. So that's what's great about the show. Um, but in saying that, you know, obviously, one can say that rich people are able to put on charades. Like, you know, the fact that um, Jack and Emily have their thing, and, and obviously, it's bothering Declan. He would have hid that and spoken to her in private about it, not in front of the whole table. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like you a child. You don't need to be rich to have manners. 
That is. Well, here's you know? the here's the thing about Declan that I, that I don't like. He's right in some sense. Obviously, um, you know, you, you defend your place, right? You defend yeah. the bar. When they, when they said that comment, though, I don't, I didn't realize you spent that time there or whatever. Or what what is this like? Basically, calling it. Excuse my French. A shithole. You know, you're going to stand mm-hmm. up because that's, quote, your shithole, and especially because that meant so much to your father. Mm-hmm. But you you also do it in a, in a respectable way of like, excuse me, actually, I happen to work for that place. My, my father, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you may not understand that, but it means a lot to us. So there's a way of handling it. Yeah, but the thing about it that kind of bothered me is because Emily was the one who actually said, actually, it's quite a nice place. And then that just got Declan going. And I was like, wouldn't you just shut up then if someone already stuck up for you, already Mm -hmm. said something about your family business and was trying to, you know, warm it over, I guess you would say. And then he just kept going. I mean, the problem with Declan is that he's very stubborn and he's never... It's weird because he'll never accept money, mm-hmm. and yet he'll always go after money. And the wrong, like yes, like last right. week was stealing. He, he, he okay, stole. so stealing's okay, but you, you know, won't it, take money. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't make sense. You won't take the outfit your girlfriend bought you because she wants you to impress her family. I, I mean, if I would do anything for the girl or the guy that I was mm-hmm. in with. You know right. what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say. But the whole thing is, like, if he bought me an outfit and said, here, I want you to wear this because I want you to look beautiful and I want you to look great in front of these people, I'd be like, okay, great, thank you. And I would think, oh, a new dress. But he, I know him being a man is doing a, a man prideful thing, but in the mm-hmm. same sense. Mm-hmm. I think so. It's a prideful thing, but in the same sense, I think he should have took the outfit. But anyway. I think I think at the end of the day, he's just confused <laughs> And very, very angry kid. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, I mean, his father just died. Yeah, what? I his think. dad died, what, in the second episode? Yeah, a few episodes ago. Uh, yeah. yeah. Second so, or third. Yeah, and, you know, it just happened. So, I mean, and basically, his dad already had a problem, but he wasn't, Declan wasn't really helpful to that problem. Yeah. And I feel I feel bad for um, for Jack in all of this, obviously, because yeah, he finds, finds out the truth. Why? Why bring in the newspaper? You know, it's we could have just not brought in the newspaper and said, "Hey, we're in the New York Times. Isn't that awesome?" Yeah. But again, it's Declan. He didn't cover that up very well. Oh, it's nothing. And then he the just garbage. and nothing. he just throws it in the in the can. The really? first thing you're gonna do is look in the garbage can. What did it actually really say? Yeah, it did bring them a lot of business, though. It did look. Which I I, I really um, I like that aspect of it. How you know now this place is booming and and um, symbolically. It's bringing the, the the two together, you know, mm-hmm. um, Jack like and, and did Dan. That on purpose. You think she did that? On, you think that was her intention? I, I I do. Now that I watch it the second time, I feel like think she, she's I really think that she smart. To, that I mean, she's obviously very smart, but you, you think she went to the point of being like, maybe if I do this interview, that'll get more customers for Jack? No, 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 no. I think her purpose of she wouldn't have done the interview if Tyler no. wouldn't have ratted her out. Yeah. But she was going to get as much as she possibly could in that interview. And so why not throw Jack in there as well? Why did she even talk about the stowaway? No, I think Daniel talked about no, it. No, Daniel that, talked yeah, Dan- about the Daniel stowaway. talked about and saying that he was bartending there. Oh, maybe, maybe wow. Go watch it a third time. Wow. Wait, Gabby's <laughs> not here. I'm t- no, this isn't right. <laughs> Hold on. I have taken Gabby's spot. Uh. All right. <laughs> Gabby's um, going to love me. 
you know, and, and, and it makes sense that Daniel would do it because he's he oh, obviously put that in there because he, he wants it to be his symbol of rebellion, much like Declan. He's that kind of stubborn kid of like, you know what, I'm going to work at, quote, the dive bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't care who knows it. Yep. So I have money. I'm still going to do that. I'll do what I want. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it shows that because I have money, I can still be like a regular person. Yeah. And that's his, his thing. He wants to be a regular person. Mm-hmm. Um, well, while we're on the subject of Jack and, and kind of segueing to Dan, I know this wasn't on our list of topics, but we, we, have, we should talk about the, the, the budding love of Dan and, and, and Emily. Oh. Wasn't, I'm falling in love with you. <laughs> that was, an, you know, I don't think if she would have been put in the situation she was put in, she probably wouldn't have said that. I agree. That was just well, her way of, oh, I need something to say right now. He didn't even respond. Well, eventually you know? he did. And then, yeah, it definitely moved things Well, down I also think faster down that road. Because of what happened at the dinner, the anniversary dinner, and her saying that right after, even if it, if it happened at a perfect moment, I think it would have been a different reaction from him. But mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. because it happened right after that dinner, mm-hmm. he was like, hmm. What's this supposed to mean? Well, I think she had it in her plans all along, but I think you you just said it. It got accelerated. Definitely. You know, and yeah. so, so, you know, that was her tactic. Drop that bomb. Mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was the start to things start th- things starting to unravel because everything has been going pretty as she wants them to go. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And now some things happen and she had to improvise a little bit. Oh, I love you. Probably wasn't going to say it that soon. But I think also, I mean, not only did it show um, her love for Daniel, but it's Jack and her also, you could see tonight. Them, like he gave her, that, the, she gave him the compass. There's definitely something there. I mean, you, you can see it. And Two things. Uh, the compass, because, you know, he obviously needs help navigating waters. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, he, and, and this whole scheme of love. <clears throat> and two, he fixed her swing, mm-hmm. which her yeah. love, is. she's swinging back and forth. Between Daniel and Jack. Daniel. Wow. Check that out. A lot of meaning behind. That's a lot of symbolism. I thought she just gave it to him because he has a boat named Amanda. And And that's who she really is. Because he fixed the swing. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew there was a deeper meaning? That. That's why you keep tuning in every week. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll help you rediscover a deeper meaning. Um, Okay. So, and then uh, obviously, um, what was the? We have to talk about the quote because I, I made one of you. I think I made Dorinda write this down, and I was not not having it. The unpredictable, unpredictable moments yes. change life if you're ready for them. Unpredictable moments change your life when you're ready if you're ready for them. Yes, and uh, I think they change your life even if you're not ready for them. For but. Uh, Oh, yeah. And anything but that's that you're like, not it expecting. It can change your life if you're ready for it. It's not necessarily, it won't necessarily change it. You do have to be ready for it. Well, I, I think here's the thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Go ahead, D. Right? No, no I'm I trying do, to find I, a deeper meaning. No, I way. agree with you because unpredictable moments, <laughs> you never know. I mean, you could just be sitting there one day and. You know, I know people who have, let's talk about, um, this is getting a little deeper, whatever, but like someone who winds up getting pregnant, didn't plan it. That's I'll do you one better and I'll bring and it back they to have the kids show. And they're so much better. Amanda Clark. Yes. Unpredictable moment. Definitely was. Yes. With what happened with her father. She, she, didn't, she, she yeah. wasn't ready for that. True story. So. And Wait, she wasn't what? expecting Amanda Clark to show up at her house. <laughs> Either. Tonight. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She wasn't expecting that, and that's going to change her life. And neither, Dan's not expecting what will happen and what has already happened. Yeah. So. Wait, that whose is true. father? Wait, Amanda Clark's father. David Clark. Right. Mm-hmm. That was an unpredictable moment. Oh, okay. In her I life. thought it was tonight. I'm like, did something happen with him tonight? No. Okay, no. that's. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Mm-hmm. Glad to have Gabby back. <laughs> Well, I was eating popcorn, looking you, down in my bowl. No, just <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Is that what she says? All right. Oh, my we'll goodness. We'll have to take okay. away the popcorn next time go. from Here these guys. Um, but let's get on to uh, Tyler. And, uh, you know, it, he's now the main antagonist in Daniel's life. And he's that unpredictable moment. Again, Daniel thinks he's ready for this. And he's, his world is spinning out of chaos, and Emily knows that it's starting to spin out of chaos, mm-hmm. and it's because of Tyler. Oh, oof, He tugs at me the wrong way. His character just really, really... Look at that. He tugs at me. Yeah, it he, just... I don't know. He rubs me in such the wrong way. Well, because you're a girl. Well, he's creeptastic. Well, and he's the guys. He he's, yeah, he's super creeptastic. Like... Oof. He's good though, because I mean that whole situation with Nolan. I mean Emily finally giving him his his solo, his first solo act oh. to go stop Tyler. Mm-hmm. And then it's so you're just watching the two of them now, watching it again. It's like Nolan's like thinking he has the upper hand, and he's you know. So what makes you? Da-da-da. And then there's Tyler starts talking about his family, and his dad lost everything, and it's like this time, this time around, watching it, I could see Tyler. Like, oh, those wheels are spinning. Everything he said was a lie. Well, he's so manipulating. I mean, it was a lie, but it wasn't a, wasn't a lie. But it's just he's so one-ups everybody. He's always – I, mean, I know that's his character. And what sucks like, is that it's Nolan and, and, you know, Nolan hasn't yet proven himself to be that got to do a guy. Mm-mm. No, no, no. He, I think he thinks he was doing it for fun. This was something that was going to bring excitement to his life. Yeah. And yeah, boy, did it ever. I mean, even like last last week with the whole Frank thing, he goes and he hires Big Ed. <laughs> Big Ed. <laughs> Who we love. Here we go. <laughs> Big Ed. He Good needs more Big t- Ed. Gr- Big Ed needs more screen time. He's big. Yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> he has a presence. <laughs> And he's loyal. Yeah, he really exactly. Well, if I was getting paid that much money, I'd be loyal too. Exactly. But I like I like it when she walks into the house and he's like, "Who are you?" <laughs> it was awesome. I was like, "Oh, Big Ed." Yeah, let's get Big Ed in here. <laughs> I would love that to have Big hilarious. Ed in here. Yes, <laughs> that would be hilarious. I like him, the big old bodyguard. But the thing about it is, that the reason I brought in Big Ed is because he really thought that this was all just going to be bring some excitement to his life. He had a friend. Mm-hmm. He's protecting her. And now he has somebody who has to protect him. He pays the guy, but he has someone that he has to protect him because now he's scared. He's mm-hmm. not. He doesn't know what's going to happen. Right. And, and he should be after yeah. last episode, last week. Yeah. I mean, with Frank pummeling well, him to the ground. My issue is that Emily still doesn't fully trust Nolan. And, mm, and no, Nolan has no, now, Nolan no. hasn't proven himself to be able to do what Emily is capable of doing already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you tell the guy a little something more and just give him his tasks, he will do it. You know, he's still like, he's used as a utility player in the wrong way. 
And I just I just worry that eventually we'll come back. Like, there's only so far. You can push Nolan away so many times mm-hmm. until he's going to go, you know what? Why am I doing this? Yeah, I promised her fall and all that, but when is enough enough? Right. And with the show, you know, you obviously there's all, all there's got to be that worry. Well, yeah. Well, there is. A, I mean, it is scary to know that at some point, if she keeps doing what she's doing, she might push away the only person who wants mm-hmm. to help her. And who knows the truth? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's other people, but yeah. And mm-hmm. who knows if she pushes him so far away, he could be the one that just lets the beans out of the bag. Yeah. That wow! I didn't even think about that one until right now. Mm. I know it's scary thoughts. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> uh, so, Tyler. It's okay. So to back to Tyler. Back to Tyler. <laughs> I mean, he's, he didn't make it to the anniversary dinner. I mean, he didn't make a lot of things. I mean, he's. First off, I mean, we, let's start with the with the phone call to himself to get out of the room. But then mm-hmm. also knowing enough that if that he can then listen on the conversation. Yeah. See, I thought that oh. was the whole intent. I mean, I get. I mean, it serves two purposes. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what you meant by the two purposes. Because when you said that, I was like, Well, the first purpose is to get out of the room. There's two. You phones. know what's yes. funny? You guys two are talking phones. about a phone call. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I want to say that we might have been able to make a phone call happen right now, so we could take it if you guys really want to talk to him. Uh, All right, let's talk sure. to him. Sure. <laughs> say hello. Hi. Hi. Hello, uh, my name is Kaylina. Hi, Hi, Kaylina. How are you? Uh, good, thanks. And I was talking to Gabrielle Loren who on on Twitter through Twitter uh-huh. because of Gabriel Mann's page. Oh, nice! You guys wow. were talking about Nolan Ross right now, and I wanted to talk about Nolan Ross too. Oh, we love All right, let's talking talk about him. What do you want to talk about, Nolan Ross? Yeah. Um, well, we were starting to talk about. You know what Emily's making him do and all that kind of stuff. And I was reviewing the charade episode earlier tonight. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like at the beginning when um, Big Ed when first admits Emily into the house. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, the early, in, early in the conversation, Nolan was saying something about wanting to step back in a cons- more of a consulting role. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I think mm-hmm. he realizes already that Emily's dragging him in too deep, kind of, and... I, re- I remember, I think, an earlier episode said that he wants to help out as much as is legally possible. Oh, yeah. And I, I think that. he's trying to, you know, but things are getting, like, a little bit too scary. Like, you know, the last week's episode, you know, mm-hmm. Frank caught Nolan on the security well, camera, you know, going into that. Let, let me ask you this. Um, do, you think, do you think he's only doing that because he wants to know more? Like, if, if, um, if Emily told him, you know exactly what she was going for then he'd be more apt to do so but since he doesn't have that information then he again he can only do so much based off of what he's given yeah again i'm not sure on that i think yeah it would help if he knew more mm-hmm. but again then you know wanting to not get in trouble himself um and i think not wanting to make things dangerous for her too because I think he genuinely does care. I think we were, I was watching like another episode, we were talking about how Nolan feels about Emily in general. Mm-hmm. I do think it is more of a brother-sister thing than a, than oh. a romantic thing. Mm-hmm. And of course, oh, David well, Clark yeah. has put him up to, to looking out for her. Yeah. But I think he doesn't want to make things dangerous for himself, and he doesn't want to make things dangerous for her. And... Well, let me ask you this. You know, right. you said it's 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 a big brother and uh, li- kind of little sister um, dynamic, and 
obviously with this episode we find out that he's into guys, right? I mean, do you think he's bi yeah. or is he straight? He's just he's gay. He's gay. Um, I, and so, or, or at least I, bi. Yeah, I at just, least. <laughs> did you think he was bi? I think it's he wants he wants companionship, and I think he'll take it wherever he can get it. Because I think it was even said tonight. If I'm and you can anyone can correct me, but when he was talking to Tyler, and Tyler's like, "Well, who takes care of you?" And who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who gets you? And said, "Well, yes. well one of the things tonight. that I've liked from about Nolan from the outset is because." He'll be your friend if you're his friend. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that about him, but I also have to say it makes me worry about him. Now, I've seen all the episodes, and I think I can say this without getting giving anything away. <laughs> okay, don't okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, we're okay. here. <laughs> um, I think one of the things I worry about Nolan is, because um, we've also talked before about Emily has major trust issues, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if Nolan has trust issues, but if he doesn't, I think he should, because I'm thinking that if anyone you know gets to be his friend, I'm afraid he'll let his guard down. I worry a lot about him getting hurt if he lets his guard down and trusts anybody too much. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. I really worry about, about him getting hurt. Well, I would argue, though, you know, he trusts Jack, but he doesn't, you know, reveal his secret about true. Emily. No, I mean, he, he obviously messes it up because he tells Jack, like, she loves you. And, and you know, from his perspective, she does. And it's yeah. true, she yeah. does. Mm-hmm. But she can't have him, and so she's playing that charade. As well, a- even tonight, where he was in the bar, and Jack tells him, well, maybe you should find another, what is it, you should find another bar yes. to hang out at. Mm-hmm. And, like, the yeah. look on his face. <laughs> I was like, that's so sad. I know. I yeah, I was it, so it hurt. Oh, <laughs> poor he, guy. Yeah, but, but here's another thing, too. When I was saying about him, he should, I'm afraid he'll let his guard down. At the same time, I know he's very, very smart. <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. maybe he's, he's too smart to ultimately know not to let his guard down, too. So maybe, you know, his being so intelligent will save him. <laughs> I hope, but mm-hmm. there's a fine line because he's so compassionate and so loyal, and but he's also very smart too. So well, I think I we're still gonna... worry about him anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're going to find his character. I mean, I, th- I mean, obviously, there's more episodes we obviously haven't seen yet, but um, I think we're going to find that his character, even like when they come back with episode 17, mm-hmm. um, he's. He's been flying a little under the radar in regards to tr- he, tr- he does trust people and he wants yeah. to have friends and we think he's a little bit naive, too trusting maybe, but yeah. I think he's going to be pushed so far and realize that he's crossing the line that he is going to actually stand up and be the one maybe calling the shots pretty soon. I think we're yeah, going to find I, him being yeah, more, yeah, I agree. more of a role. more assertive, a little. And well, you know what? How crazy would it be if Emily? And Nolan were brothers and sisters. I was just thinking the same thing. I've thought that before myself, uh-huh. actually. I mean, I know she's in disguise, but don't they kind of look like yes, kind of like each other? And <laughs> I thought that too. And his uh-huh. dad and her dad helped him with getting everything started and his yeah. startup money for uh-huh. Northrop. And he is very, very loyal to David Clark. I mean, yep. whether David Clark is alive or dead, and loyal we, to we, Amanda or Emily. Oh uh, yeah, he you know. he is so loyal, but especially David Clark. Yeah. Yep. If that came out later, I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't that be great? 
There you go. <laughs> I would be. Well, That'd be very interesting, though. It'd be very interesting. It would be. Any any other uh, comments that you want to share, whether about Nolan or uh, or just the show in general? Before. Mm. Yeah. Well, I guess I. I also hope that things will work out with Charlotte and Declan. I I hope that you know nothing terrible happens with that. But do, do you like Declan? I guess we'll have to wait and see on oh, that. Yeah, but I yeah. like those two characters too. All right. I personally don't like Declan. That's where you and I disagree. But that's all right. <laughs> yeah. He's a little bit of a punk teenager. He is. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Um, and again, like like you guys were saying earlier in the show, he he doesn't know how to to uh, handle himself with the, the Hamptons. That, mm-hmm. I mean, because I thought it was funny when I was rewatching tonight when he, I think, honestly doesn't know the mistake he made when he said to Mrs. So Grayson, yeah. um, you know, I'm sure you don't want your food to get cold. You were slave, probably <laughs> slaved in the kitchen all day. I, he really <laughs> thought she was cooking all day, and yeah. Conrad was like, <laughs> <laughs> It really seems he uh, thought that. And I, I think because the look on his face, it's like he totally <laughs> realized we have a, she has other people do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he, he didn't understand that, which I thought was endearing. That part was endearing. Though even though we didn't yeah. even laugh when we saw that part. Yeah, and then when he brought the rosé. Oh, yeah. It was probably like Charles Shaw rosé. I felt so bad because Victoria was like, oh, rosé. And he was like, oh. Yeah, he probably yeah. spent his life saving. He, like, yes. like, he probably thought that. Oh, oh, rosé. The right My poor guy didn't understand. I felt so bad for him, too. <laughs> But that's where I mean, in terms of the rosé, if I, if I was Victoria and and if I was putting on a charade, I would have just been like, "Thank you." Just say thank you. You know, like you but know that's the guys. Not her. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, please, you know, obviously you've been listening, so we appreciate your uh, you, you tuning in. Yeah, thank you so thank much. You. This is awesome. You're thank you. Caller. You're welcome, and thank you very much for taking my call. You're no welcome. Worries. Thank you. Spread the word. Tell your friends. Okay. All right. Have All right. Thanks night. again so Have much. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Me too. Uh, Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. All right. So uh, thank you for calling in. Um, that was and awesome. That was I know. I love callers. That was our first call. No, it wasn't. That was our 10th. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys. You guys get so giddy. <laughs> Okay, so no, Ronnie, Ron, here's the thing. Ronnie uh, likes to play jokes, and like, trust me, there's so many callers that Ronnie doesn't pass through. We only pass the best. There you go. She was one of the best, huh? Yeah, no, she was. I liked she her. Was. No, and, and, and she knew what sh- she was talking about too, which I really liked because then you can actually have right. an intelligent conversation with her. Right. And she even brought up stuff that we didn't even. Yeah. And here's the thing, up. like, uh, you know, one of the reasons why I don't take as many calls as we should is because you know uh, we, we love hearing the opinions of fans, but sometimes they they don't always know how to formulate it on there. And mm-hmm. she spoke very well. Oh no! You know, she's she, fantastic. She, fantastic. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, people like so she's probably listening right now, and being like, "Oh my god, we heart but, you." All right, let's let's go back to Tyler. <laughs> okay. And uh, we were talking about Tyler and uh, uh, what he did with the phone call. Yes. Okay. yes, 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 yes. So that's where we left off. Um, obviously, a clever move. I'll say. I mean, I'm gonna have to do that. I didn't think of that ever. It was good. Yeah. I I just think that it was interesting. And he sat there and he listened to the whole thing. What was he going to think that he was going to get out of that? Just uh, Well, he obviously well, wants to know the information about their blossoming love. Oh. And to use that against Dan. And let me ask you this. You know, uh, people are saying that, you know, when Frank investigates the um, 
the old place, the judge or whatever. Mm-hmm. She covers up and she, oh, she basically the warden, says, C.C.H. Yeah. Pounder, Good. who is fantastic. Yes, I love her. And there you go. And she says, you know, you can't let your guard down. And so is, just let me ask you this, is Tyler equal to Emily? Or is he below her? I would say below. I would too. I would say below. Mm-hmm. But obviously he's he's breaking some barriers. Right, but he's not smart. No, he's... Well, he apparently you know, is with the phone. Well, no, but I mean, when it comes to really... Like, we've talked about this before, yeah. like watching Discovery ID. And, um, <laughs> you know, like Murders Next Door and stuff. When people kill each other, it's always stupid people. It's... Mm-hmm. it's you take an intelligent person watching Discovery ID, they're going to kill someone and never going to get caught. You want, you want to know how to kill someone and never get caught? <laughs> go to, like, some... Uh, go to some country no one's ever heard of. We're giving you guys a tip right now. But get there, like, discreetly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And just kill someone. And then get back. And then fly back. And uh, no, you didn't no hear from me. Know. You didn't hear from me. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's, it's one thing How to, to kill be a person one by intelligently smart. You're calculated. Like, Emily has a reason. She, she has yeah. a reason to go but, after revenge. He, his reasoning, he's backed with a But he's not, he's not getting and, revenge. He's trying to just get ahead. But he's, it's not, the, his karma is not right. I didn't say it was, but, but you not, can see from his perspective, like, he just wants not to. Gonna, it's not going to happen. Gosh, nothing is coming out correctly tonight. My mouth. Well, what the, here's this, the uh, difference is the way Emily's going about it is yes. a, definitely a lot calmer and calculated. Yes. Than Tyler. And that's just the way I see it. Only because the way Emily's doing it, you don't, it's not, uh, not not foreseeable, but Tyler, you can see it coming, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, you can see that manipulating coming. Right. Can, he he doesn't wear it as well as Emily does. No. that You know what I'm talking about. I do. Well, for us, but then, you know, uh, he obviously fooled Dan into thinking that Dan was the one who ban- bashed his head. So that's not why he has the scar. Which I don't think that was too hard to do. Well, no. I mean, considering his history with drinking. Yeah. No. Exactly, and of course and he doesn't remember anything. He's still remorseful of what happened when he was drinking and the, the accident, girl. the mm-hmm. girl. So he would definitely think, "Oh my God, did that? I really do that?" And Tyler yeah. knows that's going to tug on him. That is, Tyler yeah. knows yeah. he can get that emotion. He can now. Okay, let's talk about him and Nolan hooking up because I was a huge, huge. Oh, she, no. They had relations. They did have relations, and the whale captured it. I mean, in terms of from from uh, from Tyler's perspective, where do you get get the audacity to, to do that? Like to to know that um, Nolan would be into this and that he'll do it, and then manip- he is manipulating Nolan. Oh, what do you yeah. mean what? Doesn't he? He knows Nolan's gay. Well, I mean, well, I don't know. I think he knows that Nolan's lonely. Lonely, definitely. Yeah, for real. For true story. But like. He, really, he's lonely and he's looking for something, whether it be that he's gay or whether it be just anybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. And because he, he's, he's been watching him and studying him and seeing what makes him tick. So, so maybe he is smarter than we give him credit for. Mm. Yeah. And the way, probably even the way Nolan went about telling him about what is the man's name? Which I have guy? it written down. Leslie. Leslie, the restraining order, mm-hmm. because he was basically a kept boy mm-hmm. by this man, Leslie. And he, this man, Leslie, um, put a restraining order because Tyler got violent with him. Mm-hmm. 
And so when he came about and started telling him, Tyler's like, well, maybe this is my little morsel to take and see if he would go for it mm-hmm. and find because that's how Tyler gets what he wants is through his sexuality, even everything that he does. Well, I think he knows what people's weak points are. Like he knows with Daniel, it's the alcohol. Yeah. And he knows with Nolan that he's lonely. And he knows with Ashley that the less she has to serve as uh, part of the Graysons. Yes. yes. She's, all she wants is to be a player in the scene, which yeah. is kind of what he wants, too. So he's going to play He's going to play on Nolan. So I would say Tyler's, I think, bi. But he yeah. does know Nolan's gay. And so he's going to play on that with Nolan. Yeah, because I used to, I, to be honest with, with you, when uh, Tyler first came onto the scene, I thought he had something. Yeah. For Daniel, I I thought that I thought he had feelings for Daniel. You did? Yeah, there was just hmm. something there because just the way he was with Emily and how jealous oh, wow. and how everything he felt. Right? Yeah, that's the way I thought because he was so catty with Emily. Yeah, and so weird with her. Mm-hmm. That well, we I obviously that's know he just wants oh. to be Dan. Yeah. Yes. But uh, why don't we move on to Frank? Because uh, we're just running out of time, and I want to make sure we have time to talk about oh, everybody. Yeah. Uh, it, speaking of Frank, Solo Frank uh, goes on a huge mission and ultimately meets his demise. Oh, and why are you Frank. laughing? Oh, Frank! That whack in the head. Oh, that sounded uh, so mushy. It did, but uh, uh, you know, I give him a lot of I, I give him a lot of compliments because obviously, in terms of the story, it serves that huge purpose of you know someone's finally discovering who. Emily is. Yep. Will the real Emily please stand up? Yep. Um, and and it's obviously showing his affection for Victoria. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Which he- apparently has gone back really far because remember he was helping her. They went, did a flashback of him helping her in front of that house that Emily lives in now. Yeah. And, about Daniel David-, Cl- uh, David Clark. Yeah. That t- I think it's like uh, paraphrasing here. Um, you know, tomorrow he's getting convicted or whatever. Yeah, yeah, basically. So don't go in the there. way he looked at her and the way it's like there was obviously, I think he's he's been pining for her for a very yeah. long time. He's been in love with her probably since he started working for that family. Mm-hmm. And because um, the whole time he wanted to make sure that Victoria knew that it he is not a bad man. Yeah. And he was going to prove that he wasn't a bad man mm-hmm. by going out and trying to prove that there was something behind Emily Thorne and everything else because he wants to say, he wants to get back into her life mm-hmm. too. But that, and I think it also works obviously because he's protecting her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Her life is in danger and he really believes that Emily is a thorn. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, no, I mean, well, it's, it's obvious. Yeah. That's why they wouldn't give her that name just tonight. But, um, you know, and so he, he's doing that to endear himself, but also protect her. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. Her for a long time. Oh, yeah. And I think, like, even not working for the Graysons, he would have still protected her. I think he would have waited in the wings and watched everything that happened and still protected her. Mm-hmm. But obviously, that's not going to happen now. And he's a smart man. I mean, obviously, Emily had her defenses, and they were eventually breached because he came in there, find, found the files, mm-hmm. and went right to the strippy. Well, okay, but before what any guy that, does. when he was in Emily's house... What? That was tonight, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, why did he go into Emily's house? Because what he, gave him the for, indication about Emily? Well, in the tonight. in the past episodes. Yeah, because of everything. Remember last week when mm-hmm. he saw Nolan and Emily talking? Got it. Okay. And all that. I thought yeah. I might have missed something this time. No. Like at the beginning, and I'm like, what, wait, what led him into her place? Okay. Um, Thanks, you know Gabby. What? <laughs> 
Oh, this is horrible. See, I'm getting paid back. We love you, Gabby. For, yeah, we love you, Gabby. I will never make fun of you again. The views expressed are by Kim Lai. Um, the warden. Uh-huh. I don't understand. I what what happened in the past that like the warden. The age, well, the gentleman, there's going to be some introductions later, but like the warden, what is her past with Emily? Well, I because she... He, I mean, I know she was the warden, obviously, of the facility. I think she's in a couple more episodes, but mm-hmm. you'll start to see, but she, Emily, was a a delinquent there. Yes. No. She stayed there. Yes. And was she the I star think she take, I mean, <laughs> if I could predict a little bit, she takes to her. You know, she takes to Emily, she takes to Amanda, she takes to these girls, and she feels for them. And I think she believes Emily about her dad. Like, I think she really believes it. And she thinks mm. that this girl has had a rough go of it. And if you if you notice today, she goes to Frank, let's go see how generous Emily Thorne has yeah. been to us. She gave us a library. She gave us everything. And what did she say? I did not write it down, and I, I wish that I did when they talked. And she goes, oh... She goes, I wish I wouldn't, I thought I would not ever get this phone call. Mm-hmm. And Emily goes, I wish I would never have to make this phone call, had to make this phone call. Yeah. So right. it's one of those, you care about someone and it serves a purpose, but, but she's once it's done, her. it's she done. She's so loyal to her, the warden. Yeah. I think it's A, because I think she's been, A, probably paid her money. I don't know. Once again, that's probably a prediction. But... Um, everything she's done for the facility itself, mm-hmm. and I think she basically took a liking to her. Yeah, and Do took you think her she under knows the wing about her revenge, about what she wants to. Well, she has well, to know. No, well, Emily's always kept people at a distance, even yeah. even as we find out with the real Emily. You know, um, but she even protects her. her from Frank. I mean, yeah, but that's that's Emily's choice. That's you know, um, obviously by the look of of Emily, and we're gonna call Emily. We're gonna call. Emily Van Camp, the actress who plays that woman right there in the center. We're going to continue calling her Emily. Emily. And we're going to call Amanda, Amanda. We're going to call the stripper of tonight's episode Amanda. Yes. Yes. So that is our terminology going forward. Yes. Um, Because then it will be too confusing. It will be. But isn't uh, isn't that their names? Don't even go. No. (laughs) (laughs) So... um, so the point was, she's always kept Amanda at a distance. Mm-hmm. I think she's kept the warden at a distance. She's keeping, obviously, Nolan at a distance. Right. So she has this history. Right. Of, but the warden is protecting her, though. Yeah, and so is Nolan, and so is Amanda. Why do people feel such a sense of loyalty? Is because they feel bad because of what happened? They really think that David Clark is innocent? No, I think, I think you sometimes get behind people's causes. You yeah. know, and whether or not so you believe... Do, do you yeah. think that she knows, the warden, that she's out for revenge? She's out to find the truth. Maybe she, that's all she knows is she's out to find the truth, but she doesn't yeah. know how far Emily will the go. The warden even said, what did I teach you? Yeah, see? What did I teach you? The thing and, is, is... And that's the second time she's called the warden. And and, and we know that so, um, Emily has more mentors to come, so we'll get oh, to yeah, meet those. Yeah. yeah. It's, I just find it very interesting. And yes, yeah, she holds so everybody, but people. I also think money talks. Yeah. And I th- so I apparently she has unlimited resources. Well, yeah, I mean... Oh, That's no, TV. <laughs> but anyway, so well, Frank. Frank basically he finds he finds um, mm-hmm. Amanda. Amanda, and you know uh, she obviously is threatened because he knows the whole secret. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if and that's, like how they you can see her out. face because at first she's like, I don't talk to you. She talks to every reporter that comes through asking for Amanda Clark. Yeah. And then when he starts saying some details, she was not prepared to hear. It was like, oh. And you, can and you see know what I like? Face. I like how they gave away that expose, um, you know, very quickly. You know, he ba- she, he's basically listing off what she's done and he's, again, using it against her. Mm-hmm. So it's expose um, hidden as ammunition. She goes, basically, that's the story. So we get that whole thing covered in like 15 seconds, and it's mm-hmm. great. Oh, and yeah. it obviously unravels her and forces her to bash him upside the head, which is our favorite part. Exactly, because to be honest, I did not see that coming. The bashing of the head? Yeah, I did not see that coming. Really? I thought, honestly, it could have went either way. I just did not. Did you think she that was, was going to meet him in the parking lot for some relations? Or do something, because you know how this show has been going, do something where he would have to... A, be quiet about everything or indebted to her for something. I don't know. But I didn't see her bashing his head in. Well, story-wise, it's great because obviously now the one guy who knew the truth is dead. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and there's other things as well, but I'm just going to keep it brief to the fact that now it, it, she could have gone so many other ways, but it shows how crazy she is mm-hmm. and crazy to help Emily. Well, and she, yeah. she was right there, right as he was getting ready to say, you were right, Emily Clark yeah. is not... Emily... Whatever. Emily is not who she says she is. Da, 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 da. And so right when she I and so she reacted. Yeah. She might not. That probably wasn't what she was going to do. Like you said, you didn't expect her to do that. But yeah. she heard that and it's like, oh my God, the secret's gonna be out and she swore to keep that secret forever. Yeah. Exactly. And you know? you know, if that secret comes out, I mean The show's over. And the both of them are kinda of, excuse the French. They're screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're screwed, both of them. So she has to keep that secret even French. for her sake. Screwed? What? That's not a French word. I, <laughs> I don't understand Kim Lyle's going to say the exact same thing. <laughs> Why do people no, do that? Excuse my French. But she was screwed. Where's the French? Well, there's That's no French. There's no um, French. <laughs> so as we meet Emily, let's let's talk about her real quick. Cause, okay. Um, you know, there's... Uh, I don't know if you guys expected her to ever see her. I, I certainly didn't. No. Um, before this. And so it was a nice surprise. And obviously, whoa, what a surprise for Emily. No, oh, yeah, when it showed up on her doorstep. Yes. Amanda? Amanda, yes. Amanda showed, showed up, up at Emily's yeah, doorstep. Yeah, showed up at And she, the look on her face was priceless. Mm-hmm. She's like, and uh-huh. she, there was nothing speechless, priceless, just Oops. like, not even dead inside, but just numb in. Oh, she, in the sense of like, she what knew do, something had happened. Well, she yeah. knew something had happened, and now, what do I do to? Um, this you know, now, now I've got to rethink strategy. Yes, this yes. is not part of the plan. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and she's already being pissy with Nolan. Pardon my French. There mm-hmm. yeah. is when she says, "I don't have time it's for your French. problems. I have enough of my own." And so yeah. this adds another layer to her right. problems. Exactly. But Amanda is so happy to see her. She's like, oh, I've been, you know, she is mm-hmm. really happy. But yeah. Mm. But Emily's not happy to see well, her. Well, we'll learn she more is. about mm-hmm. Amanda. She's yeah. going to be awesome. That's all I'm yeah, going to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, her character is, uh, I, I'm going to leave it at just, uh, uh, her character is, well, uh, why don't we leave it at, uh, uh, unless we have last thoughts and then we'll, uh, I, we're, I just, one quick last thought. Sure. I wanted to bring up Victoria. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if we talked about, I don't think we talked uh, how tonight with the flashbacks uh-huh. mm-hmm. and the demise of David Clark and her part in it. 
like when they were um, doing like cross examination on her mm-hmm. and everything, and she, they're like, you can't here. do that, you can't do this, and then she goes into it, and she is so cold and heartless. And right after they said, "You will lose all of this. You will lose your son." Remember, yes. we were talking earlier about the money, bringing it back yeah. in. Why did she do this? She wants the money. She wants yeah. that lifestyle. Well, we ending? When, Are we done? When we some, still got news and gossip, brother. Uh, <laughs> When someone told her... The way you her, indicated, I was assuming you were all... <laughs> no, I was ending the segment because we were going to do a quick commercial and then we'll come back with news and gossip. Well, and just then a little clarity, but they're okay, I'm down for that too. All just right. Like, I'm running the booth. Um, I think when someone told her, that's that's all it takes to to, um, to get someone to trigger her. Yeah. You're going to lose your son. And you, and you notice it's always about her son. So we're going to yeah, find out some, some juicy right. info about her children soon. But um, her son and you're going to lose the lifestyle. All right. Well, Ronnie wants to get to a commercial. Okay. But before we do Can't a commercial, Ronnie. before we do a commercial, Push Ronnie. No, that's we got to do a commercial. <laughs> but here's what I will say. <laughs> I was See, just joking. It's not even we're not we're on hiatus here mm-hmm. and we're still giving you. We, we're at 52 minutes right now. We're still going to give you more content. I know. For free. <laughs> so you better rate us and comment us on iTunes. Yay! Ronnie, take us to a commercial now, and then we'll be back with news and gossip and predictions for yep. whenever we come back. Exactly. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different aftershows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV aftershows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Want to buzz? Oh. Well, uh, if, Gabby, if you're listening, we do apologize. We, we love you. We miss you. We do. Can't you tell? And Karma's a bitch on Kim Lai because she's... <laughs> anyway, uh, Kim Lai and Dorinda have awesome news and gossip prepared for us, so why don't we get right into Yay. it? Yay! Okay, so, apparently... TV news. Oh, oh, oh! Apparently we are not the only fans of Nolan. The Huffington Post, Maggie Furlong, um, wrote an article t- today saying that he needs to be on Survivor, he needs to be on Gossip Girl, Homeland, The Voice, and she had all these pictures... While they're on hiatus for the next month of where Nolan should be, because he brings so much character and class to the role that he could help out so many shows, so he should be playing cameos this entire month. Um, Also, TV Guide's 2012 Fan Favorites Award is coming up in April, and Victoria is actually up for TV Guide's Favorite Fan Villain. Nice. So everyone go on. It's vote. You can vote. You can go to their their site online and vote, and you can vote as many times as you want. You know who else you can vote for? Another ABC show. Beginning March nineteenth, uh, like you can uh, vote for Maria oh, Menounos on Dancing yes. with the yes. Stars. 
And you're going to want to go on AfterBuzzTV.com. There's a banner there. First off, it's got exclusive oh, content of, of Maria. Yes, yes. And on there will also be an instructional video for those of you who are too scared or don't know where to find it of how to vote. Oh, I thought you were going to say instructional on how to dance. I, I would have been all in I for did that. Too. Well, here's the thing: we can't show because ABC is filming the actual rehearsals. We can't show any right. of that stuff. Um, yeah, they had some stuff on MSNBC uh, the other day. I, w- I watched that, and it was cute. It was actually Maria and Derek. Yes. They didn't have anyone else, and it was adorable to watch. I loved it. We I've are team enough. Been, like, That's right. Been tweeting their tweets. And so the longer Maria stays in the competition, the longer Afterbus stays in business. Yay! Uh, so please vote for Maria Munoz and Derek Huff beginning March yep. 19th. Um, go to AfterbuzzTV.com to check out how to do so. Um, and we also have a big surprise for you guys um, with the Dancing with Stars. First off, it's hosted by Robin Anton, who is um, the founder of the Pussycat Dolls. Mm-hmm. As well as all the people. So, and she's got great guests lined up, and we've got great guests lined up. So. Uh-huh. Be tuned 10 p.m. Mondays, 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Mm-hmm. For those of you in Japan or Africa or, or Holland or wherever you listen mm-hmm. from, we have an international people. People. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. France. So, support. You know, I don't know what the text message rate is in New Zealand, but hey, you should vote anyway. Anyway, what's our next piece of my item? That's it. That's it? Well, real That's all you got? All right, let's go to Dorinda. Real quick, I was watching on, uh, I was reading Perez, and Perez had. Um, the, in, the I guess the whole panel, the whole cast did a panel at the Pally Fest, mm-hmm. and they were and what talking, is that? Um, I don't know. The Pally right. Fest is about uh, up and coming TV shows, films, things that are happening that are become popular, mm-hmm. things like. So yeah. I should know about this, but I don't. Yes, yes. Why Phil? Why? So <laughs> the thing was when they were talking about the, it was interesting. Because you can see this cast really, really likes each other. Mm-hmm. Like they, they have, they play off each other, and they Such were such a t- good-looking cast. It really is. And they were talking about Nolan's fashion, and they were they were talking about, and they were, she, the commentator, asked him about his fashion, uh-huh. and basically he goes, "I'll wear anything they put on me. I'll take it. It's okay." But it was so nice to watch him, and it's refreshing because he's like, "I." What they what they put on, yeah. and then they started talking about Ashley and him getting together and having more scenes together. And they weren't giving anything away, but they were really coy and cute with each other. And they really want to work more with each other. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you know a lot of these shows. You kind of their successes now. It, it's more so you have to have a chemistry on set. Mm-hmm. And even though you may be playing Victoria and Emily. At the end of the day, if you don't like working with each other, you're never going to have that hatred on on screen. Good yes. chemistry. The yeah. whole cast yeah, has it's excellent chemistry. So it really every single is. one of them. Yeah, and you put you put like ensemble casts together. I mean, even a, another ABC show, Happy Endings, another one which is great, and that their ensemble and the way this cast works together. Uh, shout out to Ronnie because he hosts Ronnie. Happy Endings. Happy Endings. What did you say about my favorite show? Uh, Are you not even listening? You're not even You're Gabby. Uh, <laughs> we no, said only then, good things. We were praising it, but now yeah, exactly. we're not going to praise we're you because we don't listen. I was acknowledging the well, Twitter people in, that were saying Revenge is a great after show. I'm sorry. Thank you. Back to happy endings. I'm but kidding. What, what I was saying is that you just watch them. Even the sh- we've talked about Shameless before. Just the way an ensemble cast works. That's what pushes a show. That's where the strength is. And this <laughs> cast alone is just so great. Ronnie is so silly. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, well, that's your AfterBuzz TV news Very and good. gossip for the week of March 12th. Put your 12th, pants on, Ronnie. 2012, and without further ado, let's get into predictions, and we'll, of course, be weirdly predicting because we don't want to give anything away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I have a prediction. <laughs> well, what's your prediction? I predict that Nolan and Emily are brothers and sisters. Okay. All right, you stole that, but all right. No, I made it up. No, you stole it from our caller. Yes. Oh. Yeah, she no, I it. told her. And she said, oh, I think the same thing. Are yeah, but she thought it first. No. Yeah. Let me give her the credit. No. Okay, I have another prediction. What's your prediction? I have a prediction that Victoria and, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and Conrad live together in marriage for another 25 years. Uh, okay. I have a prediction. Well, two of the ca- like two of the characters divine. are gonna get a happy ending. All right. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for that. Useless oh shameless plug. What? Oh, shameless on Sundays. But you All said right. happy ending. That's a plug for happy ending. Up, please. Okay, go. Get us back on track. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> I don't care. Shameless, Why you gotta ruin my show? After buzz, seven p.m. <laughs> I don't care what time oh, it is. Don't ruin my show. Revenge. Eleven. <laughs> I have a feeling that Ashley. Our little Ashley is definitely not who she says she is, and she's going to really start trying to do things so she comes out in the forefront, and that's my prediction. My prediction is yeah, this. I think we don't know anything about her. I, I really don't like Declan, and I the way that he, he he he's masked with too much confidence, mm-hmm. and it's going to bite him in the ass because he's not going to know what to do when, when push comes to shove, and he's going to show his immaturity in that moment. Do you think it's confidence? I think it's cocky. false bravado, don't you think? Yeah. He he thinks he knows too much about the world, and he criticizes. Obviously, there's so much to criticize about the graces, but at the end of the day, okay, you know, like Conrad, he has a set of morals. Whether or not you believe with it, like he's worked hard to get where he is. Yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. obviously the David Clark thing is not, but he doesn't. Anyway, he wouldn't. He uh, he would have never known that. But I'm just saying, I, I don't like Declan. Okay, why are you asking me all these questions I can't answer? I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. I just, I'm feeling that. And, and 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 you know, in terms of Emily, um, she she's just I want I, I like more pressure on her. The more pressure on her, the more it forces her to think and I'll do say. things she would have never expected. And expect more people that have tutored Emily. So that's what I got to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. Because you'll find I'm definitely her past. I feel is going to come out a lot more. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because we're going to find out what road she is taking to get where she. We is can start now. playing some outro music now, Ronnie. Unless he wants to go on for days. Yeah, for I, was, I was looking at Emily. He was looking at the Twitter. I, was, I know. No, he was, I was looking, looking at the this, damn Twitter. This time I was looking at Emily Play Van Camp. Play the music. I, I, because she left Brothers oh my and God. Sisters and now she's on why the band. Is, why does our show get ruined? Because <laughs> he's tired. Exactly. I'm not tired. Here we go. Music ready. Boom. He has his pants on. There we go. <laughs> my pants have... Put your pants on, Ronnie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Somewhere it took a long time. We had, we, up until minute 57, we had a great show, and then it <laughs> all went out. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the last shit show moments. Uh, p- despite all that, please comment and rinse on iTunes. Don't take those three yes. minutes into account. No. Just take the rest of the show. Exactly. And, um, you know, let us know how we're doing. Feel free to give your thoughts and opinions. We, you know, we want to hear from you. And, and if you have any specific, send them to info at AfterBuzzTV.com. Mm-hmm. We'll try to read them on air. Anything that you guys want to plug? Um, shoot us some questions at my Twitter is at Kim Lai Yingling 
And my Twitter is at Lula Cherry Films. And, the, and, and remember, tune in on Mondays, uh, 10 p.m. PST. That's Pacific Standard Time for the Dancing with the Stars after show. And uh, big surprise for this Sunday Celebrity Apprentice. So tune in for that at around 11 p.m. Pacific Standard yes. Time. Yes. Sunday we have like 15 shows that we do, so we don't always run on time. But around 11 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, tune in because there's going to mm-hmm. be a big surprise. Ronnie, take us out of here, brother. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my God. Ronnie. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz see you later. later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.